Hey everybody, Sean King here. We're rerunning some of our favorite episodes of The Breakdown and other North Star podcasts. The, the, the Breakdown. If crime is up in your city, first, I want to ask you to make sure that crime, all crime is actually up. But if it's up, let me tell you, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that does not mean that the police in your city or your county need more money. It's a trap. It's a joke. It's a waste. Police in this country do not stop crime. They only respond to it. Not only that, they are the single most well-funded police in the entire world. Their budgets are the highest they've ever been. Our police do not need more money. And I want to talk to you about what actually makes a city safe. This is Sean King. You are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Across the country, particularly in some of America's larger cities, some crime is up. I say some because I've studied these numbers. In some cities, some violent crimes are up. In some cities, violent crime is actually down during the pandemic. In other cities, um, car break-ins and carjackings are up, but home break-ins are down. And so a lot of times people will say crime is up, but they don't actually mean all crime. They mean a particular type of crime. What I see is a ton ton of fear-mongering going on about how crime is out of control. And here's the thing. Listen, I care about that. I want all of us, my own family and your family and your friends in your hometown and all over the country, I want all of us to actually feel safe. But what I see is a lot of Americans defaulting back to the thing that they've been taught, not just for a few months, not just for a few years, but defaulting back to something they've been taught for generations, that police, more policing, better funded policing, more police officers, that all things policing is what's going to make us more safe. That is not the answer. And I don't care what anybody says. Listen to me clearly. This is the main idea of what I'm about to say. Listen. The police department in your city and in your county do not, absolutely do not need an increase to their budget, period, pointblank.com. Budgets are being slashed all over the country for education, for public health, for mental health, for homelessness, for housing, for jobs. All types of budgets are being slashed, and in most American cities, The only budget that has not been cut is the budget of the local police departments who have insisted that they and they alone have the power to keep us safe. But listen to me, if funding policing kept us safe, today would be the safest day in American history. If police departments and police officers kept us safe, we have never had more police with better funding than we do on today, Monday, May 24th of 2021. And if more police was the answer to all of our safety woes, 
then we would be so safe right now. We, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. We were so safe. But we're not safe. In fact, in many American cities, police are literally failing to solve 85% of most shootings. Basically, that means that almost nine out of every 10 shootings, they can't solve them. They have no idea what they're doing. That's because they are only there to respond after something has happened. We solve the problem of violent crime by interrupting the cycles of violence. When you get a chance, I I double dog dare you to Google the words violence interrupters to find brilliant organizations that are doing really hard, important, essential work to actually stop violence before it happens. Literally, with ceasefires in communities and neighborhoods and cities across the country, and in other deep ways, I am friends with multiple violence-interrupting organizations and leaders, and they literally sometimes go to gang leaders and influential people who are at the center of cycles of crime and violence and say, we want this to stop. And here is a pathway for you and your friends and your crew and those around you to actually find a pathway to safety, a pathway to peace. We have to say, if peace and safety are the opposite, rather, of violence, if peace and safety are the opposite of violence, how do we build peace? How do we build safety? And in a lot of ways, we build peace and we build safety, listen to me, not just by interrupting the cycle of violence, but I I dare you, and I've talked about this So many times here on the podcast, I dare you to ask yourself the question, what makes the safest neighborhoods and cities and towns in America, what makes them safe? And I have have told this story dozens of times, but if you go to the safest neighborhood in your city, it's not overwhelmed with police. If you go to the safest cities in America, they generally have smaller police departments that you hardly see. That's because those cities are safe, not because they're having no-knock raids all over the place. Those cities are safe because everybody is healthy. Everybody has health insurance and is well cared for, normally by not only primary care doctors, but pediatricians and specialists up and down all the the needs that they may have. They have mental health services. They have phenomenal, well-funded, well-staffed schools. Everybody is employed with jobs that pay so well that people are not only able to buy their homes, but have savings and investments. What actually makes a city and county safe is not an abundance of, or what I would call a super abundance of police officers. Hell no. Safe communities have a very different equation when they think about what makes a city safe, what makes their neighborhood or community safe. 
And we need to tap into that for the rest of us, for all of Los Angeles, for all of New York, deep into Brooklyn, deep into Houston, deep into Dallas and Atlanta, deep into to our communities to say, you know what? What would actually make this community safer and keep it safe? I actually think it's jobs and entrepreneurship and healthcare and daycare and education and support and all of that. But if we reduce any public safety crisis to let's increase the police budget, we've already failed. Listen, I've got to run. I know I think I say this every day now because it's true. My days are super, super busy. We're doing great work at the North Star and the Grassroots Law Project and Real Justice. And appreciate all of your support. Please, though, if you are not yet a member at thenorthstar.com, we need you. Join now at thenorthstar.com and please, please, please become a member. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, this is Donnie Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world.